When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. Welcome in, welcome in. It is Fantasy Forecast here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, We welcome you in. It is uh, Championship Week. Hope you're ready. Hope you're locked and loaded. We've got Tom and uh, and Joe's actually producing today. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I wish I could say I'm better, but I didn't make the playoffs in fantasy, so... Uh, oh, no. I, that, that's not looking good, but it is New Year's Eve, and that's always a joyous time. So, I, I'm in a fairly good mood this morning. How are you, Anita? Uh, I'm great. Um, would have would have been happier if the over would have hit yesterday. Uh, that was my play last night. We're going to dive into that, the Cowboys and the Detroit Lions game. Uh, but you're talking about fantasy, and, and and again, I know Joe's producing. He's in for Harvey this morning, and and he was asking me about my leagues and my teams. So, uh, so I just want to go over really quick. Can I? I'm looking to. Oh, Anita, I'm trying to get there. We go. Okay. So, um, so as you know, well, folks who do listen, uh, playing 12 leagues, uh, made it to the postseason in 10 of those 12. Um, so where do I stand right now? I'm playing for the championship in one, I'm playing for the championship in three of those 10 and I'm playing for third place. And I want to say three, three more. So I'm playing for third place in three. I'm playing for first place in three out of, out of my 12. Uh, I had a really, I I had a really horrible week last week. I, I, I feel like Guys that typically deliver for you last week did not. Um, and, and, you know, and, and listen, I, I get it. Like, it's, it's, it's frustrating. You could sit here. You could do all the work, all the prep. You feel like you play the right guys. You feel like, you, you know, you're, you're doing all the right things. And then, um, and then they just don't show up. Uh, or they get injured. Or whatever the case may be. I just, I feel... I. I feel like last week, week 16 was, um, was just not, not a great week, uh, for fantasy. Here's, here's an interesting stat for you. I came across this and I was up in Bristol, uh, the last two days. I just came back yesterday and I was talking to Daniel Dobb and and a few of the fantasy folks up there. Do you know that 69%, let's just say 70 70% 70% of the people who've made it to the postseason and are, are not only just made it to the postseason, but are playing for the, not the championship in their fantasy leagues have Christian McCaffrey on their roster. 70%. How about that? 70% in the playoffs, you're saying, have them. 70% of people who have made it to the championship game in their fantasy football team have Christian McCaffrey on their roster. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. The number one seed in my league had... Uh has him on his roster. He's exactly. carried, he's so you're carried part, him all you're year. Part of that, you're part of that 70%. That's correct. You're part of that 70%. T- 
Yeah, so, I, I wish uh, I had him on my roster. On my roster, but I had to draft like tenth, so I don't get that privilege. So kudos to those. Kudos to those who went out and, of course, uh, were were wise enough to draft Christian McCaffrey this year with the number one pick uh, in their uh, on their fantasy team. A lot of people like me. I went the wide receiver route. I've talked about it before. I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing that again. My philosophy this year was uh, I'm going to go wide receiver for the first three rounds and, um, you know, ended up with some of the top wide receivers, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Um, we were all expecting a big season from Calvin Ridley, um, Mike Williams. Uh, like I could go on and on and – you know, one thing that I didn't take into consideration is it's one thing when you draft a running back in the first round and that running back gets injured, it's on him, right? Either he's injured, not performing well, um, or just not performing at all. When you draft a wide receiver, it's you're now contingent on not just your wide receiver, but your quarterback as well, sustaining and having to go. So, and and this year has been an outlier year, right? There's been like, I don't know, like 20 teams that have had to play backup quarterbacks, if not third string quarterbacks. This has been a really bizarre, wacko year when it comes to quarterbacks and, and them being able to stay healthy. So if ever there was a year that you did not want to invest your first three picks in wide receivers, boy, this is it, right? So um, I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> I'm, I'm, go, I'm going back to, to what... And granted, yeah, I mean, listen, I made it to the playoffs in 10 of my 12. I'm still, I still have a chance to win three of my 12. Um, I'm going to come in third place. Hopefully, uh, I have an opportunity to come in third place in three of my 12, which of course, typically third place, you break even. Maybe you you make a little bit more coin, but nonetheless, um, I'm just, I'm not doing that again. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going wide receiver the first three rounds again. I, I, yeah, that ship has sailed. But anyway, let's get you locked and loaded for today. Today is what matters. Um, uh, but I do want to look back to last night's game and get you up to speed. Maybe you went to bed early. Uh, this was a good one. And at the end of the day, the Dallas Cowboys won 20 to 19. But the Detroit Lions, in my opinion, should have won. Uh, yet again, another game dictated, decided by the refs, which is really bizarre in regard to what happened here. Did you did you guys watch the game at all, by the way? I'm not going to lie. I completely forgot the game was even going on. What? So I did not even see the game, to be honest. Uh, oh, boy. However, okay, so I did watch ahead. the ending of the game, as you were pointing out, very, very controversial. And yes, I do believe that was decided by the refs. Although, however, I would like to point out, I believe Detroit had, what was it, needed two more opportunities after their initial play was taken away to at least make a score? Yeah, I, I understand that, but, um, you know. So, so again, if you're, if you're just tuning in, the Cowboys won 20-19. to 19. Uh, The Lions, by the way, uh, very ballsy call with, uh, with Dan Campbell. But keep in mind, the Lions have already secured either the second or third seed in the playoffs, uh, they do. They still have an opportunity to get the number one seed, but that would mean that the Philadelphia Eagles and the 49ers uh, are going to have to both lose out their next two weeks. And, and come on, we know that's not going to happen. Very unlikely for that to happen. So, um, so the Lions were very aggressive, but it wasn't like I truly believe. And you could agree or disagree with me, um, Tom and Joe. That's fine. But like, I, I don't feel that 
I feel that they would have gone for a field goal and and had this go to overtime if this was a game that was dictating whether they get into the playoffs or not. I think the fact that they were already in the playoffs and not only that, again, competing for the second or third or, or knowing that they're going to land in the second or third seed and they're going to host the first round of the playoffs, I think that gave them, um, you know, the confidence uh, and, and the ability to be this aggressive. Just my two cents. Agree or disagree? Oh, I completely agree. Like, yeah. obviously, be aggressive there. You ha- you really don't have that much to lose when you look at it that way. Sure, you it could d- dictate maybe home field down the stretch, possibly. But ultimately, I like the aggressive play. And I'm, I'm not knocking Dan Campbell or anybody for that. Again, Detroit should have won the game. However, after that first play was taken away, could they switch it up and go for the extra point? Like, in my opinion, that's probably what I would have done. If it didn't work the first time, then maybe I would go back and I would just kick that extra point just to be safe and then take your chances in overtime. I I hear you. I I mean, uh, and here's another thing now. You know, the Lions, since they won, uh, they can take next week off. Just FYI. And uh, and who do they play? Hold on one second. Let me Because I've been spending so much time on that stupid playoff machine. This is this playoff machine has controlled my life. Uh, the Lions are, are taking on the Minnesota Vikings. So again, win or lose, uh, chances are um, at least San Francisco is going to win both, if not one of their next two. They they do play Washington. Come on, we know they're going to beat Washington. And then uh, and then the uh, the Eagles are playing the Cardinals, and then end up with the Giants. So they should win at least one. So uh, so regardless, Week 18. The Lions at home against Minnesota, chances are uh, they're going to rest their players at least in the second half and get ready for the postseason. Uh, well, they, they will uh, they will host uh, the, the first round of the playoffs. So there's that. Um, so again, if you're just tuning in, this is what happened. So the Lions went for two. And uh, Golf completed a, a, a pass to one of the offensive t- tackles, Taylor Decker who's number 68, but the ref said that he did not report as eligible, but he came out. Do you have that clip, by the way? Did you pull that audio? Do we have it? I don't have it ready at the moment, no. Okay. I, I, I can uh, have it ready coming into the next segment. Uh, don't don't worry about it. Just have it ready for New York game day because I definitely want to talk about this with uh, with Mike Tannenbaum and and uh, Amani Tumor. Oh, of course. So just have it ready for that, please. But but uh, Taylor Decker said he did what he was told to do. He went in. He said he did notify um, the refs. So yet another game. Well, obviously, it's it's his word against the refs. But also, if you go back and, and you look at the replay, you could see. Uh, so Detroit, apparently, the refs are saying that Detroit reported tackled Dan Skipper, number 70, is eligible prior to the play, but did not um, report number 68, Taylor Decker, which they're saying is inaccurate. So Decker saying that he did notify um, the refs and that he was lining up as an eligible receiver. So yet another game in the NFL that was dictated by the refs. And of course, I'm going back and referring to uh, the game with Kansas City and Kadarius Toney uh, lining up on the line of scrimmage. Now, did now that's I know that's different. Kadarius Toney did line up on the line of scrimmage. But here's the thing. Um, he did that at least five or six times in the course of the night and wasn't called for it. So if you're, gonna, if you're not going to call it five or six times in the course of the night, why are you going to call it there? It's, 
just the officiating is just god awful. And by the way, folks might not be aware of this. Um, you know, th- these officials, this isn't their main job. Here's 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 one of the things that just baffle me in life, right? You're talking about a 9 to 12 billion dollar company, the NFL, right? Makes noodles and oodles and noodles of money. Okay? And so much is riding on these games and the decision on these games. Yet they employ refs who have such a major impact on the decision of these games as a second career. So during the week, these refs are accountants, attorneys, dentists. They don't, this is a side job. So they, they travel to the location of the game and they work the game and then they go home to their regular jobs. What is that? Employ these guys. Have them, if anything, you, you got your reps and then for the week, they should go back. They should be watching games. They should be, you know, reviewing things. What's right? What's wrong? Like, make this a career. You, you, you could only better their production if you make it a career. Not a side job. That just blow like it just blows me away. I don't. These guys are there's there's they have so much control and of of how a game is is won or lost. Yet this is a side job for them. I I don't. I I'll step off my soapbox. I, I don't I don't understand it. I don't. And it's like not like the NFL doesn't have enough money where they can, um, you know. Ma- make make the ref position an actual employment i i can't anyway uh back to fantasy because that's what you're tuning in here for right uh so uh if you had jared goff uh 271 yards one touchdown two interceptions so it really didn't offer you much um dak prescott 345 two touchdowns one interception at the end of the day, listen, I thought this was going to be a bar burner. I thought a ton of points were going to be scored here. My play here was the over at 52. I think 52 and a half was the final number. So I fell way short. Uh, Detroit's defense came out really, I mean, listen, if, if and again, if you did watch this game, especially from the start, boy, these guys were hitting. They were banging. They were, uh, it, it, was, it was a very physical game from the get-go. David Montgomery found the end zone, 14 for 65. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, 15 for 43, and then also he was part of the passing game but did not put up any passing yards. So uh, I liked Jameer Gibbs over rushing and receiving yards, and I think that came in at like 79, 80 and a half or something like that. He fell way short, okay? Uh, Thank God, Amal Ross St. Brown, 6 of 90, and he found the end zone. So two touchdowns for the Lions, one to David Montgomery, the other one to Amal Ross St. Brown, so there's that. Um... As for the Dallas Cowboys, Tony Pollard, 16 carries for 49 yards. He's only averaging three yards per carry. This isn't just this game. Uh, he's fallen off in such a big way. Uh, but the star in the stud of the show, and I've saved the best for last, and that was CeeDee Lamb. Boy, if you have CeeDee Lamb on your fantasy roster, he very well could have won this week for you. 13 receptions, 227 yards, and a touchdown. Reminds me of, was it a year ago or two years ago, Jamar Chase had that amazing game. I think, I think it may have been week 17. Uh, and he single-handedly won a number of people 
they're uh, they're they're round in in the playoffs to advance to the championship. Or it may have been the championship. I can't be sure. Brandon Cooks, five receptions, 60 yards. He found the end zone as well. So that's where that stands. Just going back and looking at the uh, Browns-Jets game back from Thursday. Boy, if you had Joe Flacco, good for you. I don't know how many people started Joe Flacco against a Jets defense. But if you did, boy, uh, talk about being ballsy. 309 in three touchdowns, Joe Flacco. Uh, Jerome Ford, 12 carries for 64. Really, the star of the show was Njoku. Six receptions for 134 yards. Did not find the end zone, unfortunately. And this um, this offense was was cooking with uh, with gas. <laughs> I have a producer who says that all the time. It makes me laugh. Um, Elijah Moore found the end zone. And Jerome Ford, two touchdown receptions. So if you had Jerome Ford, good for you. Definitely put up some good uh, good numbers for you as well as Njoku and Joe Flacco. But again, um, hard-pressed, I think, to find a number of people who are starting Joe Flacco in their championship week. If I'm wrong, please call in. I'd love to, I'd love to hear from you. Um, Brees Hall, 13 carries for 84 yards. Uh, Garrett Wilson, five receptions for 50 yards. Brees Hall, of course, found the end zone in the passing game as well. Nine receptions for 42 yards and a touchdown. No surprise there. Captain checked down Trevor Simeon uh, looking for those short intermediate passes as, a, as opposed to the long ones that Garrett Wilson was running at 10 to 12 yards. So the Cleveland Browns beat the Jets, as we know, 37 to 20. And now, um, and now they have advanced to the postseason. And depending on how the next two weeks pan out for them, Get this, there's there's a shot that the Cleveland Browns can get the number one seed in the AFC. It's very far-fetched. Uh, the Ravens the Ravens um, and the Dolphins, that game, I, I want to say the Dolphins have to beat the Ravens or one or the other, and then they both have to lose. Yeah, the Dolphins have to beat the Ravens, and then they both have to lose in Week 18, and there's a chance that the Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns win Week, week 18. There's a chance that they, they get the number one seed. But I don't see that happening, by the way. Um... So, all right, we've got some callers on. Jose in Brooklyn, you will be first up, 800-919-3776. We come back, I'll get you in the know. As always, players that you need to be in the know about, who's going to be active and attractive, who potentially is going to sit out, which again, always remind you at 11.30 a.m., uh, that active-inactive list does come out, and so you want to be some by near some type of device to make sure that uh, you've got all that information in the palm of your hand. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. It is championship week. Let's get you in the know. All right, let's start with quarterbacks as always. Uh, Kyler Murray is dealing with an illness this week, but everything I'm hearing and seeing is that he is going to suit up and play against the Eagles. Uh, But definitely stay on top of that. That's a 1 o'clock game, by the way. Thank God it is not a 4 o'clock game. Uh, Denver is rolling with uh, Jared Stidham. Hey, listen, I'm not saying start Jared Stidham in your fantasy league. But I, I to win your championship. But I am going to play him this week in DFS. Um, I like Jared Stidham. I liked him coming out of college, and now you've got, in my opinion, love him, hate him, feel that what he's doing to Russell Wilson is bogus. Whatever the case may be, uh, Sean Payton has had time to work with this young man. I don't think Sean Payton would have made this move. Granted, a lot of this is financial for the Denver Broncos benching Russell Wilson because he wouldn't renegotiate his deal and take away the clause in regard to him getting injured and then being on the hook for over $30 million. But I don't think Sean Payton would make this move if he didn't believe Stidham uh, could come in and produce. So I I think Stidham could be a a sneaky good play in DFS this week. Just throwing that out there. Giants, as we know, rolling with Tyrod Taylor. Not that you're starting him either. Uh, Washington, apparently, Jacoby Brissett is going to be a game-time decision. Here's the thing. I think... I I like Washington getting the points. I like Washington plus 14 today. I like them with Jacoby Brissett, not so much Sam Howell. So keep an eye on that. Jacoby Brissett, true game time decision. We'll see. It's either him or Sam Howell. Okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers rolling with Mason Rudolph. Watch out. Gave that Steelers offense a boost. That's for sure. Trevor Lawrence out for uh, the, uh, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So what does that do for me? I've got Calvin Ridley in a lot of my leagues. I'm benching him. I'm not playing Calvin Ridley with Bethard. Um, especially against the Carolina Panthers defense. That actually, their defense is, is quite good. Don't be surprised if Carolina wins today. C.J. Stroud, back off concussion, will quarterback for the Houston Texans. Uh, will Levis is hoping to quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Heineke hoping to, to quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. I think that is it in regard to quarterbacks. Um, wide receivers. Uh, since Mason Rudolph is is active and, and hopefully attractive against the Seattle Seahawks, love me um, some Pickens, by the way, this week. The chemistry between them, it was evident yesterday. George Pickens is too talented to not have a quarterback under the helm who's going to utilize him the way that he should be utilized. And we saw that last week. Here's the thing, Miami Dolphins... Uh, and by the way, I want to see if this line has moved since this news came out. Hold on one second. Um, yep, Baltimore Ravens back up to three and a half. So last night, just for a brief second, this line opened up the Ravens minus three and a half um, against they're hosting the Dolphins. Now, uh, Jalen Waddle is out. And that benefits the Ravens because now they could double uh, shadow... Um, Tyreek Hill, right? They could focus all their attention on Tyreek Hill. Well, word right now is that um, Mostert is out as well. Mostert is going to be out. So keep an eye, and and, and thank goodness this is a one o'clock game. So now this line is back up to three and a half. I love the Ravens here today. Um, I'll play them at three. I don't like it at three and a half. I'll play it at three. If anything, I'll spend some money and buy the hook down. But with no Waddle, Mostert potentially going to be inactive. And oh, by the way, my mom was on the show yesterday. She was saying that she's down there in Miami. She said two is not well. Sure enough, she was right. He's dealing with a thumb and a back issue. So you got Tua beat up. 
You got Mostert potentially not playing. You got Waddle, who's already out. I love the Ravens today in a big way. Uh, Jamar Chase, limited at practice because of a shoulder. Keep an eye on that. He might not play. For all of us out there who drafted him in the first round of their fantasy football leagues, thank you, dude. What a, what a, what a busted season that's been, right? Uh, Pittman for the Colts um, was able to practice this week, so expecting him to be back in action. Man, he took a monster hit last week, did he not? Expecting him to be back in action. Uh, Jordan Addison for the Minnesota Vikings dealing with an ankle. Uh, Cortland Sutton out for the Denver Broncos because of a concussion. Uh, Chris Watson, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, doubtful because of a hamstring issue. issue. No surprise there. Dobbs, I told you to play Dobbs last week. Sure enough, he found the end zone. Uh, had a pretty solid game. Uh, I would play him again. Zay Flowers dealing with a cap, but is expected to play. Kadarius Toney out because of a hip. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster is out. Wide receiver Douglas for the Patriots could be really, really good. Keenan Allen is out because of a heel. Palmer is out as well. Um, Jacobs, doubtful. So if you've got White in that backfield for the Raiders, good for you. Zach Moss out because of a forearm. So Taylor should have a big day. And uh, TJ Hawkinson uh, is out. ACL, MCL, what a complete mess. Hunter Henry, hopefully back in action for the Patriots. I think he could be a sneaky good play this week. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Well, I like Stroud a lot for a couple of reasons, but not the least of which is that the Titans secondary is where they're most vulnerable. They're much better against the run than they are against the pass. So that bodes well for him and Dalton Schultz, for that matter, too, at the tight end position. But I'm just be careful. I did read the injury report. Kyler Murray has been battling an illness this week. So just mm. keep an eye on that because illness, I don't know what that means. Maybe it's rest illness, but it it feels to me like, I don't know. Just just be careful. I do like the revenge narrative there, though, against the Eagles. But, you know, Hollywood Brown going on IR does make things more difficult as well. So d- just be careful of that uh, injury report there. But don't forget about our guy, Bake Bake, against the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> and they're going to be still without Marshawn Lattimore. You know, Mike Evans and Marshawn, when they get into those fights, it really they both need to actually be playing for those fights to matter. But Mike Evans, good news for him. No Marshawn Lattimore. So potential for a big game from that guy as well. Um, in, in looking at, at some of the running backs, uh, this week, um, James Cook against the Patriots, Ezekiel Elliott getting a start, another start, uh, because Stevenson is placed on IR against Buffalo. 
um, Ty Chandler uh, with Minnesota going up against Green Bay. Who are some of the, the running backs that you're eyeing this week that you really like? Yeah, I think Ty Chandler's a smart one because, you know, remember, this is an interesting one with Jaron Hall playing, et cetera. It's just going to be a very, a very, a very different kind of game flow than maybe we were expecting just a couple of weeks ago. I want to look, though, just keep an eye on what goes on. So we'll follow the beat writer for the Colts because we saw Zach Moss, Zach Moss isn't playing. If you are in a deep league or you're in DFS and you want someone like very, very, maybe if there's like the Trey Sermon situation, I understand we got Jonathan Taylor, but perhaps just just keep an eye on that one because Sermon could be a good opportunity for you to exploit an opportunity against, look, the Raiders defense looks lights out last week against the Chiefs, but they're better with the pass than they are against the run, smarter to run. This is a run first team. Potentially that could be a good one to look as well. Uh, and looking at looking at wide receivers, um, you know, unfortunately you've got a, you've got a lot of, a lot of injuries out there. So many. Um, You've got so many. I mean, it's just like I feel like there's a laundry list of wide receivers that are either out or are dealing with, a, you know, a lot of nagging injuries coming into this week. So with that being said, who do you like? <laughs> well, I don't know who's going to catch passes in for Los Angeles. I mean, Keenan Allen, no. But you got to make sure and see. Maybe maybe you can look at their rookie. So Quentin Johnston from TCU. Yes, I get it. He's had some drops. However, it's Easton Stick. So shorter passes. And they need someone to throw the ball to. So I do think that could be an acceptable substitute if you are in one of those situations where you don't know. And keep your eye on Michael Pittman. He's He should play. When he's playing, the difference between that Colts offense is dramatic. But mm -hmm. he also, look, I, I, I do. I told you that I like the Raiders defense better in pass. But Pittman is an exception to that rule. He's to, you know, he's, he's kind of a guy who you'd pick, even if you don't have, even if against any defense, really. Your thoughts on Demario Davis, uh, I'm sorry, Demario Douglas, wide receiver for new England going up against Buffalo. New England is, is out of weapons. Um, and, and I do believe that they're going to be playing catch up against Buffalo, who I think are going to put up a lot of points is, do, do you, do you warrant a Douglas start this week? That's a DFS play for me. I just, I get, I, I feel like as soon as we think we know anything about this New England offense, then it's like Bailey Zappi does something different. Like, sure, you can look at tendencies, but I think maybe like, to be honest with you, it seems like a tight end would be someone who they'd look to target. I know Hunter Henry didn't play last week, but the tight end touchdown has been happening for them in the past few games. There was a tight end touchdown last week, even though Hunter Henry wasn't the recipient of it. So watch the tight end position. That seems to be where they're looking with Bailey Zappi, but I, I'm with you. I like Douglas too. I just, I think that's more of a DFS play for me, especially because I, I don't I just don't trust anything New England New England's rolling out there for me. And I know the Bills have been vulnerable, but they're getting a few guys back like Daquan Jones. It's gonna be a little bit a little bit different. Uh in regard to tight ends, I was really big on Trey McBride last week and uh and he did not deliver. Um, hence why I lost a lot of my matchups. But nonetheless, he's going up against Philadelphia. Who are some of the who this week? Who are some of the uh tight ends that you uh that you love playing this week? Yeah, well, the New England tight end, I told you that. Dalton Schultz, probably not available in many leagues. If K. Dotton's around, Tampa Bay's tight end, that's a good one to look at as well. Part of the reason why Baker Mayfield has played so well are short passes. If you look at, I mean, to Rashad White, he has 
something like a 91.5 reception percentage when he's facing zone defense is ridiculous. Same thing for Kate Otten. He gets a lot of the looks when you're looking to check down a bit in, against the Saints. And this is a very important game to that team, so to both teams, really. So you got you to gotta look to see. I think that could be a nice one for your season long if you're really, really struggling. But again, you you hopefully you have some of the more marquee guys or hopefully maybe last night you played uh, your guy, David Njoku, who didn't get in the end zone, but did have over 100 yards. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, welcome in. Hey, good morning, Anita. Happy New Year's and shout out to the company. I definitely wanted to tell you this fantasy story because I think, you know, it's kind of funny and and it has to deal with a lot of, you know, the fantasy gods and everything. So I was um, supposed to be the the seventh seed in the playoffs. And what ended up happening in that last week uh, in a match in a very hotly contested week where – point margins were like less than a point there was a huge stack correction that rolled out on wednesday night so thursday morning everybody in our league woke up to a surprise where the number six seed the person ahead of me was knocked out of the playoffs because of this stack correction and i was elevated to the sixth seed and somebody else um took over the seventh spot why does this matter because that seventh spot is now currently in the finals. And when I look at my point totals, I would have won both matchups leading into the finals if I was the actual seventh seed uh, instead of getting knocked out in the first round. And Brees Hall had a great night that Thursday night for me. So uh, I could be, I would have been in a great condition to, to be a back-to-back champion, but instead I'm just sitting here watching, wa- watching this matchup and I'm in a nonsense fifth place consolation game. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts because I know you're, you're, you're big into betting and you, you went on and on about the, um, the field in, in the Super Bowl, uh, how I favored the Chiefs. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on the fantasy gods messing with me after, <laughs> after this year. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's a tough that's a tough pill to swallow. I'm I'm sorry that that happened. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I I will say this. Um, <laughs> I, I and and if you, if you haven't done this yet, what I what I like to do is I like to go back and not only do I look, like to look at the standings, but also I like to look at the point totals because a lot of times I will have scored like top three, top four amount of points in my fantasy league, yet I will have gone up against matchups that now I've had the most points scored against me. You know, again, a lot of times you can't beat yourself up over stuff like that because you can't, you know, you can't dictate the schedule. It's just a lot of it, you know, a lot of fantasy has to do with luck, by the way. You know, you, again, you could go out there and you could have, you could, at the end of the season, you could put up, you know, the top, five uh, teams that put up the most fantasy football points. But yet if, if you went up against certain teams in certain weeks where, you know, they were fortunate to put up some pretty solid numbers as well. And you, let's say you finished ninth or 10th in your league because of that, that's out of your control. There's nothing you can do about that. Right. 
but you know, obviously this is, this is a different story. It's that, that's a tough pill to swallow. And I apologize. Let's go to Tommy in Connecticut. Tommy, welcome in. Good morning, Anita. Real quick. Just want to thank you for another wonderful year of programming. You're awesome. You know, oh, thank you, up. Tommy. Thank you. Very um, nice. Thank you. Just wanted to pick your brain as a, uh, as, you know, you have a bunch of leagues. Are there any uh, scoring rules that you like or dislike or any ones that you think should be implemented more often? You know, because like, I, I always think that, yeah, you get points for, like, a fumble return touchdown or an interception return touchdown, but they, the yards don't count. So Yeah, I don't I – so – so a few things, and don't go anywhere, Tommy. I'd like I'm to have here. this convers. I'd like to have this conversation with you. A few things. Number one, I don't think you should be docked a minus a yard when a when a quarterback takes a knee. Um, you know. I, I about that. Be, because because a, a few times, you know, I've been playing fantasy for quite a while. I've actually lost some matchups because you know I had uh Patrick Mahomes who the Kansas City Chiefs were up by so many points and so for four straight downs he takes a knee and that's negative a yard negative a yard negative a yard so yeah and some some of the some of the leagues have you know you have like those thresholds you know 200 to 299 300 to 399 you know or whatever total yards that that I never I never thought about that but I I just you know kick returns punt returns and like interception returns. I always thought you should at least be rewarded for the yardage. Well, you are on, on with your defense. Uh, not, not in my league. It's only if it goes back all the way for a touchdown. Oh, well that's um, okay. Well, I mean, that's, a, that's, I mean, but that's, that's your commissioner implementing that into, into your scoring system. We're going to um, have to have, have a league meeting. You, you know the the other the other thing the other thing and and Tommy thanks for the phone call thank you for your time words I appreciate your kind words I appreciate it the other thing is when I commission what I like to do especially if if I'm playing in a big money league right um, I like to give an award to the person who's the, the team who scored the most points because again you could score the most fantasy football points in the regular season but not make it to the playoffs because you went up against um, you just had a, a very unlucky schedule and you had more points. Uh, scored against you just because of how your schedule worked out, uh, and also I'm 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 always I always like to to put money a lot of money to the team that has the highest score each week. But again, these are these are these are higher money leagues where you know you've got at least a five hundred dollar buy in where you've got that kind of change to spread around eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to uh, Richard in uh, hey, in New in Good New, morning, Anita. Newport, Happy two thousand twenty four. Uh, quick question: um, Jason Jackson Smith, Nija uh, at Seattle, or Demarcus Robinson at wide receiver? Yeah, I, I would go with uh, NJ. Uh, I'll go with the guy. Just, just make sure he 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 was limited at practice this week. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think what happens, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to try to uh, take uh, DK Metcalf out of the equation. Uh, not to say that they can, uh, but um, yeah, I would go over. I, I would I would go with him over Robinson. Uh, let's go to Ray in Lyndhurst. Uh, Ray, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning, Nina. How are you doing today? I'm great, thank Nina? you. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. So I got a. I'm having. I'm having a good season. I have in my finals of five out of seven leagues. Uh, though one league I Whoa. ran into Najoko and Lamb, so I'm kind of beat there. 
Uh, but a question on two leagues. The first league, I need one. Aaron Jones, James Conner, Calvin Ridley. I'm leaning towards Jones. Aaron Jones, Conner, or Ridley? Um, yeah. Um, the, the the Eagles are very good against the run. I, I think I think uh, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be playing from behind. So uh, So, yeah, I would go Jones. And did we lose him? He had a second question. Uh, if you can, call back. Let's go to Jerry in New Jersey. Jerry, welcome in. Hey, good morning, Anita. How are you? I've good morning. Been, I'm, in the, I'm in the finals. I've been limping along with uh, Patrick Mahomes all season. I'm wondering if I should start him or Derek Carr. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. You You, you got to go Mahomes. You, you can't. Yeah, no. I would not. <laughs> I understand. I, I understand what you're. What you're. I understand your thought process. Uh, but no, I, I would go Patrick Mahomes. Which, by the way, the Cincinnati Bengals are the worst defense against opposing tight ends. If ever there was a get-right game this week for Travis Kelsey, this is it. Let's go to uh, Xavier calling in from Brooklyn. Welcome in. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Great. So I'm in a bit of a conundrum. I have two running back spots to fill. I have Derrick Henry. A-Chain, and this is Amir White. Ooh. It's tough. Oh, I also have... So, so, I, so, if, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, so if, if, if Mostert is out, which reports are, it sounds like he's going to be out, then A-Chain is a no-brainer, okay? And it, uh, Jacobs is doubtful, and you saw how White was utilized last week. All so right. I would go A-Chain and in, 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 in White. I forgot I also have Eckler to, to put in also, but I can't trust him. Yeah, Eckler's been fallen by the wayside. Uh, they're, 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 they're really that, – that is, that is a true running back by committee as of late. So um, just volume alone, I would go A-Chain and, and White. 